Hey folks, it's Anthony. Just a quick, quick note here before we start the show. Uh, we're coming up on our yearly payment for our web hosting fees, and basically we're trying to raise some money to help pay for this. Basically, this podcast is a labor of love for about the five of us and company, and uh, we we make pretty much you know negative 20 in terms of uh, any sort of allowance on this. Uh, we basically do it because we enjoy doing it and uh, we enjoy giving a voice to the community that sometimes isn't heard. And, uh, basically, we're trying to raise $150 to pay for the hosting fees for our server for the year. So uh, if you could go to a shaneolimit.com, if you're feeling generous, either buy one of our items on the right side of the page or donate with the PayPal buttons, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and we've made a, a little uh, plea here that if we get $150, which would cover most of our fees for the year and uh, some gas for the guys um, to get up here to the studio, I am going to attempt to take a cucumber up my buttle. So summon some there for you. Check out more information at gaycomedypodcast.com. And now on with the comedy. And now the epic conclusion to Mark and Tim's big adventure. Last week, our heroes safely beamed aboard Tim's eBay bot rocket ship and were racing towards the peace conference in Baghdad, Iraq, in order to save Anthony and the rest of the world's leaders from destruction by Dick Cheney and crew and their robotic whales. Once again, if you don't know what's going on, go back four episodes and catch up or stop whining. Tim, the ship's gonna fly apart! Fly her apart then! Okay, we've reached the location of the peace accord, and we are hovering right above the... Holy Bernie Toppin! What the hell was that? It appears we're being fired at by a giant mobile whale. We're receiving an incoming transmission. On screen. Wah, you guys thought you'd get away, but I will destroy... I mean, yeah, I will destroy you. Mark, lock phasers, and fire when ready. At the man or the gigantic robotic whale? <laughs> it matters not. You can't miss him. It's like Halliburton. Mark fires a laser in the direction of the robotic whale. However, the laser power evaporates in the water, thus producing no effect. That didn't work, Tim. Where's your torpedoes? Mm, they were going to be installed on uh, Tuesday, I think. Oh, dear God, you're kidding me. Now lame Star Trek 7 references? What do you want from me, Mark? What do you want, you motherfucking bitch? A decently written resolution? Resolution one. Wait, I have an idea. Quick, Mark, press the hologram button and shine an image of a sexy, sultry female robot towards the whale. What? Just do it! We haven't much time! Mark activates the hologram button, and before too long, a blue hovercraft comes from the distance and transforms into a robot firing at the robot whale. Hey, you evil person, stop shooting at them. The Autobot Transformer Sea Spray destroys the robot whale, launching Dick Cheney into the air and landing on the beach below. I'll get you too, and your pesky Autobot too. Tim, that was weird. But it saved us? Yes. Don't you know the episode in season two that the Autobot Sea Spray was attracted to sexy, sultry female robots? Wow, now you're being dorkier than Anthony. I know. But there's really no other way to end this plot, 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 plot. Resolution two. Wait, Mark. I have an idea. We need a giant microwave to go down on the whale. A microwave? No time to explain. Press the launch mark microwave button. Tim's rocket ship launches a microwave towards Dick Cheney's robotic whale. Inside the giant robotic whale, Dick Cheney grasps at his chest. My pacemaker, quick, retreat. I will get you two pesky adults. Phew, that was rather... Uh, badly written, but 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 it worked. It worked, Mark, and you know it worked in the pacemaker. You know, that, yes, and the microwave. And the stance, gotcha. You, yeah. you, you, it was cute, wasn't it? Oh, I wouldn't say cute, but resolution three. Wait, I have an idea, Mark. How we can stop Dick Cheney? Press the emergency wolf blitzer button. 
The what? The button with the beard icon over there! Mark slams his hand down on the launch Wolf Blitzer button. And out of Tim's rocket ship, Wolf Blitzer flies towards the whale with a notepad in hand. So what do you think about proposing legislation against your daughter? What do you think about it? It's a valid question. What about your daughter having the baby? Mr. Vice President. Wah, you're out of line. Wah, that's private business. Wah, I'll get you pesky kids. Wah, retreat, retreat. Tim, how did you know that would work? Don't you know that Dick Cheney can't answer any meaningful questions that uh, poses any inference that would be proactive to the gay and lesbian community or as a CNN correspondent? Anyhow, let's quickly beam down to the conference to make sure everything is going as planned. My Gadar is picking up some trouble down there. And this will usher in a new future of prosperity and hope. And now I would like to introduce the person that brought us together. Please come up, Anthony from Eshantino Leme. As Anthony takes the stage, behind the curtains, a dark character aims a laser at our hero. But before he can fire, Mark and Tim beam in to save the day. Stop! You evil Swedish Nazi dictator! Aha! Ah! I will have you now. I will shoot my laser beams at you and you will get impregnated or you will get burned or something. Mark and Tim fire upon the evil dictator, knocking him out from the shadows. The crowd recoils in horror. <gasps> What's going on here? Anthony, where have you been? Did you not remember the podcast? Oh, I knew I double-booked something. You hmm. double-penetrated something. This evil dictator and Dick Cheney were trying to destroy the Pete's conference, but we got here just in time to save you and the people of Baghdad. You're lucky we've been searching for you all this time. <sighs> you are harder to get a hold of stop, than... Stop! Stop! We've reached a quota of innuendos for this story. Well, the people of Baghdad owe you two a great deal. Thanks to you, the soldiers can come home and peace can be restored to Iraq. Finally, we'll go back through the secret tunnel to your home and we can do the podcast. By the way, what did you do with all those Twinkies you kept in your dungeon? Well, someone had to help me plan the party for the peace conference, gentlemen. And now we dance. Suddenly, a series of paddy wagons bursts in upon the scene in Monty Python-style fashion and starts arresting people for bad comedy. They round up all the characters of this script, and the story ends abruptly without resolution. Well, seriously, how did you want this to end? Hey, no, not me. Wait, stop, I'm not part of this! something, it's Ashanti No Lemon, Columbus, Ohio's premier gay podcast. Tonight, we have an actual Republican in the house. Don't worry, he's one of the good ones. Tonight, it's hot here in C-Town. Quite annoyingly hot, I might add. Political wrap-up with our special guests, Roy and Lisa, and much more. Ashanti No Lemon, the show too awesome to ever win a podcast award, starts now! Welcome to Ashanti No Lemon on Thursday... August 9th, 2007. Hey! Hey! We made it. And there was some, some final resolution for um, for our, our big adventure, Mark. Yes. So, <laughs> If you will. If you will. How would we ever know what would happen to you two? And you notice in the whole thing it's mark and tim's yeah. big adventure yeah yeah I, you did that on purpose I yes hope. yes okay right yeah. because you, you're my the bottom be bitch because i am more important actually, you are the bottom bitch actually, I'm second the actually mark bitch. it's only because i wanted to make sure i spelled your name right oh, well you did this time <laughs> that's so that's I'm very pleased well. 
So um, we have a, a special guest, and this is some very near and dear uh, friends of Ashanti No Lemon, those who marched with us in the Pride Parade, those who took part in the Pride Brunch, our first live appearance, um, my, my good good, good friends from, from 12 years ago at least, uh, Roy and Lisa, who I've, 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 I've known, and, and you, you both could sit on the sofa or you could just kind yeah, of share the mic a, or, yeah, make or yourselves comfortable. you could have Mark's mic. He really doesn't have anything I don't really have anything important to say. <laughs> I could well, just shove this mic. Well, you figure they're the couple. They could just, you know, share. It's a communal mic. Well, well they are married. But, but they're so very like strong-headed, they... both of them. They're, they're, they're very independent. <laughs> yes, in they are. Independent thinkers. Yes. And I want to make it perfectly clear. I am not the Republican. <laughs> That's, so you and Roy cancel each other's votes. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My parents we did that. You have to vote in every election because Or you could just skip it cuz Yours cancels his, so really. No, that, that, that's not very. That's not the American way. Time if we did that, really. <laughs> like I stood in line for four hours for the that. last president. She knows I'll skip out the door while she's Hell staying yeah. at home. It, it's sort of like He-Man and Skeletor with those swords. <laughs> they both need one, or something horrible I never will happen. Thought of my wife as He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good thing. Well, I'm glad you weren't thinking of her as Skeletor. Oh, you probably meant She-Ra. She-Ra, yeah. yeah he she was kind of hot. She-Ra would have been a better... You know, and there are quite a few lesbians across the nation that would hope I was She-Ra. Ooh. <gasps> yes. So, Tim, why don't you explain how you met Roy and Lisa? Well, and then I'll go into how I met them. Sure, sure. Um, and then I can go into how I met them. Yeah, yeah but it would be superfluous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Fight back, Mark. Fight yeah. back. Be Andy. Fight back. Segway into Once Upon Time. Yes. Well, yes. Once upon a time, Tim decided to do dress up, and it wasn't in drag. No, it was. It was a different kind of. Dress. Yeah, a different kind of dress up yeah, this time. I, I think all of our listeners know by now that I participate in the um, Ohio Renaissance Festival, and when I uh, as a drag queen. No. Right. You've been there, and I was. I not know, a I was drag queen. Kidding. Drag it was cleaner? a joke. Yes. I, I was drag. George Jefferson, actually. Yes. Weezy. <laughs> We're moving on up. You, ye old wheezy. Ye old wheezy. <laughs> ye old drag cleaning. You know, yes. Wheezy means a different thing in the Renaissance. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. It does? Did you make it? Oh. <laughs> I don't. Um, so, so anyhow, I, I, I did join this as, as a young you know, young, young skipper, young pup, and here were two people who had been doing it longer than I at that point, and probably even so. Um, my my well, friends. Festival, right, right. Um, <laughs> take it, what you can get. Yeah. Take no. what you can get. Um, so, so th these were a couple mentors of mine. Uh, R Roy was in the the court guild that I was in, and Lisa was. Um, just one of the, the the main performers that was in the, uh, um, I, I, I guess back then we had a gentry guild, and she was with she the was the Lord Mayor's was, household. I was, she was a jester. Yeah. She was the the quote unquote jester, which was a very sweet she sweet had lots deal. Of bells. Yeah, lots much. of bells, lots of clout. Now and you still do it. The Renaissance Festival. No, oh, the Renaissance Festival. festival. No, yeah, but we still that. do it. Yeah, we still do it. <laughs> Do you still do the Renaissance Festival? No. No. Okay, I didn't see you there last year or the year before. I no, didn't. Tim outlasted us, yeah, so much. to speak. Yeah, they, they, they've re retired, but they, they still come back. They, um, they they ended very much their retirement on a on a high note. Not that they're, I'm sure they're not welcome back, but they have a life now. Um, <laughs> but they were the, the Lord and Lady Mayoress of the village, which is a very prestigious Basically, role to we're play. throwing the party. Oh. They're throwing the party. We led the parade. Led the parade. They, they were sort of, <laughs> yes. you know, the head bitches <laughs> in charge type of thing. Parade. Yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, now when we go back, instead of wearing like upholstery fabric, mm -hmm. our couches, we wear shorts and tank tops and go, aren't you hot in that thing? <laughs> uh -huh. So <laughs> unless you go on last day, because it's always freezing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, oh, Mark has gone for the last two years on the last day, which is a big mistake. Now that they've moved it to, um, you know, weekend after we used to close, yeah, and it's much which colder. Cold. It snowed last time, yeah. last year. 
You oh, were there, right? Yeah, I was us? there. Yeah, I went with you It's guys. time to go back and play the Russian again. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, I could be the so, fool, and then I could, you know, do that whole food. See, basically, well, I would... had all I'd, those bells to keep you warm. That's true. Well, basically, I went... My role went from... Um, it was a lateral move. I was a fool. Then I became a politician. So, you know... Oh, same Which thing. qualifies me to talk about politics here. And I work in the real life in IT, so there you go. So, and so, I love gay people. I don't know. Just, I didn't know you did that. To sum up, IT. Tim, you met them at the Renaissance Festival. <gasps> yes. And you've been... that, that was the long story short. Yes, they were my <laughs> friends from the Ohio Renaissance Festival. And then we yes. realized we had so much in common, like alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol and a love for gay people. Alcohol. Gay people and, <laughs> and uh, gay, alco- gay people who service alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <There> you go. <laughs> yes. And, and the- I actually met Roy and Lisa then at one of. I don't remember which part was it the housewarming party. It was some occasion where gay people were serving us alcohol. alcohol. There yeah. was a it was a party that you were throwing at Tim and Anders. I'm I'm sure they 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 were at uh, no I know for damn sure they were at my housewarming party because my best housewarming gift came from Roy and Lisa, which was the his and his oh, hand oh, embroidered yeah. towels that are still in my downstairs mm-hmm. main oh. bathroom. Okay, well, then I met them there. Yes, I'm sure you did. Because you had only recently served me poison muffins. Yes. When I've got to tell the story. Please please do, Mark. Please do. When Tim and Andrew moved in. Oh, uh, no, we were there that day. When they moved in? When I brought the muffins? Yes, we were like, how sweet. We want to move here. Yeah, Tim wanted to throw them away because he said, I wouldn't eat those. You could have been trying to poison me. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Holy crap. I was trying to be a nice neighbor. He thinks I'm out to get him. No, well, here's the thing. I spent hours slavering over a hot stove to poison you. Yes. <laughs> and you don't appreciate it. it. it, it it's, me and Betty Crocker. A lot of hard work went into it's that so arsenic. Snow White. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Imagine I was this, this short, pudgy man that looked like Porky Pig. Short, pudgy man. Um, showing up on... Hello, pot kettle. Okay, so when did Mark show up? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, th- this goes back to... A, a story in Union Station, the parking lot, where yeah, bite me. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a the bite a hobo me. bite me. The, so there was a hobo mine. that borrowed a, a, a bummed a cigarette from Mark, and the hobo would like <laughs> turn to him and said, "Motherfucker, you know who you look like." And Mark was like, "Who?" He said, "Motherfucking Porky Pig." <laughs> That's all, folks. And okay, so, which is why you should never give. Homos or bummos or whatever in the Union Station parking lot. Cigarettes. Yes. Right. Don't give them cigarettes. No. I, I hope you ask for your cigarette back. No, he, no, he yeah. had his lips on it already. He was like, give me my cigarette back, he, bitch. He was, he was so appalled. You know, he even um, asked for a light at that point, did he not? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I tried you- to block that whole <laughs> evening out. You know, oh, that no. was, I was there on Muffin Day. I thought Mark was wonderful. I wanted to move into the house just for Mark. Well, and... And I, then he served me alcohol. And, and, <laughs> and for our listeners' reference, Mark is not pudgy and not porky pig. He's no, 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 no. He's a hottie and I am he a needs hottie. a man. He, there, yeah, there's he's, a he's picture a of him on the website. Yes. Yes, and you can see for yourself hot. that I am hot. Yes. He's a hot man. Well, anyway. And if I showed up at your door with muffins, would you throw them away? Yeah. Let's I see. don't think so. Let, well, you shall see. <laughs> I'll let you be the judge. But let's just say that we were... We were apartment dwellers from then. We moved into our first private residence, and you don't know what you're going to get. So that was the only reason we were a little mistrusting. But so. you didn't get – Jack didn't tell you anything about the neighbors no, to the no, south? No, So Okay, well. I didn't meet you at bad. Pride, blah, blah, blah. I did meet Andrew at Pride. So, so I had met him once. But you and like 10,000 other people at Pride. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I met your Pride. I'm like, yeah, I was the one in the blue tank top. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, Except- Jack, who um, had the house, introduced me to Andrew. And so I had some idea of who he was. And I don't know where Tim was at the time. And I, I was, was at rehearsal lit. for the Ohio Renaissance Festival. Oh, okay. Well, then I was really lit then. <laughs> And I just <laughs> right, so home. that's why I should trust your muffins. <laughs> Lit at one of Tim's parties. So how do we meet it? So how do we meet rare occasion. Well, we were celebrating uh, Tim's 30th birthday. Oh. Oh, so this was about 15 years ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
Good, good, good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I met you guys up there, and in fact, that was the evening. I, I think I was talking so much, but or either something he gave me in Tibbs' drink, I lost my voice that evening, like halfway into the conversation. I remember okay. that podcast. In fact, America and all the ships at sea, um, I'm the one yelling, you bitch, at Tim when he's all lamenting about being 30. <laughs> he's like, oh my God, that's me. So there you go. And then I got a sorority girl. I'm like, oh my God. Then I got a but drink, and I was fine. Yeah, we, once you get a drink. Yeah. Get a couple yeah, drinks so, in there, she's fine. So it, the interesting <laughs> thing that I'm, I'm leading into our segue and our topics here is that, you know, Tim and Andy said, oh, yeah, um, you know, Roy and your other your other friend there from the Renaissance Festival are Republicans. I and, am not a Republican. And, <laughs> Never, and, ever, ever was and, a Republican. And, and so so I went, oh, dear God. And Andy's trying to start... <laughs> Try to start a fight with, you know, and I'm like, look, it's Friday evening. I've had a rough week. I was dating Purse Guy at the time. And, Purse Guy. And I'm, just, and I'm just like, I don't want to. One of the no, Teletubbies? Andy, Andy, <laughs> we have names for all of Anthony's okay. tricks, dates, so, whatever you want to call it. So, so, Andy's just nudging this on. And at some point, I was talking to your other friend there. The, he's a little more country ish. Whom? He had flames on his shirt. Uh, tall guy, mustache. Yeah. Cricket. Cricket. I don't. Okay. So anyhow, he's, so I asked him. <laughs> Has I'm he been like, around since? So anyhow, yes. Is, I, I don't know. Oh. We saw him at the Red Sox Festival. So anyhow, the point is, is that I said, anyhow, so seriously, Tim what do Archer? you think? No, no, no. He doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> what do you think of President Bush? And this was like 2003, 2003. Not if he was 30. Before. No, all right. So it had to be his 29th birthday. Again. Um, <laughs> again. Yeah. Yeah. And, Which one? And this, your friend said, as he said next to Roy, the best president we've ever had. And I'm like, oh, dear God, I do not want to get in this discussion right now. And Roy made the comment of like something along the lines of like, well, why don't you start spewing out facts, blah, 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 blah. You know, those liberals usually start, you know, backing down. So... Now that we actually have Roy here, <laughs> did I say that something is that, that you know? And I'm just sort of well, like I don't want to talk about this. I'm drunk. Like, I, 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 I can't argue when I'm drunk. I'm just trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So now that we're four years later, after are you sure fact, you're not talking about your four years Todd? later? How old are you, Tim? I thought you were 32. Anyhow, we're not quite sure. The Anthony dates. can't anyhow, do math either. Anyhow, yeah, <laughs> three years later. Now that now that two years later. Anyhow. The point is, what do you think of our president now after we've come to this particular point in time? When I first met you, I'm like, oh, dear God, these guys are – because Roy actually has guy. facts. Has facts. Did and you I'm really like, like, I'm like I'm not engaging then? with this guy because he, he actually well, is. The Mark, only, you voted for him twice. I don't want to he hear He was it. my commander-in-chief. I had to. The only fact I can really think of at the moment is that the man is five foot eleven. Um <laughs> Four years ago, this would have been 2003. It had to be, it was before we started the podcast. It was your birthday party wow. up there before you bought the house. So it was somebody said so to be 2003 before the election. No, my birthday party was indeed Maybe at the new house. That sounds like a pretty. I, I, I because don't remember. The housewarming was the birthday party. Yeah, I don't remember Boom. saying something about uh, once you start talking facts, liberals back down. That sounds something pretty bold for me to have well, said at a party. Maybe you were drunk. Something to the effect of, you know, well, and I'm like, I, I, I this guy's, you know, I've got a, you know, I've got a bear in mind. 2003 uh, was a long time ago in terms of events. Uh, it, since then, well, how uh, invaded Iraq. Yeah, well, at the at the time, just bear in mind, 2003, there was still a, a bit of a, a post 9/11 euphoric attitude about President Bush. I mean, his response uh, in Afghanistan immediately after that time and the success there uh, brought with it uh, approval ratings that were in the 90s and only slid down to the 80s by. About 2003, at at that point in time, he had a lot of support not only from his base, but from mainstream America. In in, in political science, this phenomenon is called the rally around the flag phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, and um, but but what did you? I mean, because I think I I remember, and I'm well. It's I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking of the the uh, the 
statement you brought up about someone saying he was the greatest president ever or something to that effect. Yeah, now, yeah, when, when, we were, yeah, when we're, that you can't recall. It, it's a tall guy. Party. We had fire things. On okay, Fireboy said it. Yeah. So, um, uh huh. Came on. And uh, the, the only point I want to make is that at that period in time, it would have been easy to to paint him as a, a much larger in life figure than he absolutely was there were a lot of people that i remember reading at the time uh, people even like william f buckley that were regarding him with some sort of sense of awe as if he truly were some great historical figure that we were lucky to have appear in our lifetimes you know times have changed since then i don't think anyone holds him in that kind of regard now. Even people who are ide ideologically inclined to agree with him, I know that he has seriously steamed his conservative base over his uh, position on uh, immigration reform. Well, and his approval ratings now are in... The 30s. Yeah. If, you know, I mean, he's gone way down. Well, I think people... Show him or do hold him in a sense of awe, but it's like, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> so what Which do you is think? Pretty of much. So, so I mean, ideologically, my my position is conservative. I don't really consider myself a Republican so right. much. I, Roy I, doesn't hate gay people. He's very, very uh, supportive of obviously Tim and Annie and and, and whatnot. So he's you, you would be more. Would you say you're more like the conservative Republican, where it's more like keeping track of money and you know it's called fiscal as fiscal opposed to social fiscal government yeah I, i've heard it categorized as, as such i i think of myself illogically closer to the early federalists the framers that the constitution really believing in in limited government does that mean being uh, fiscally sound sure because uh uh when government is keeping itself limited not uh utilizing powers that were never intended for it, not spending the public purse for things that were not part of the original uh, intention behind the Constitution, then yes, of course, it's it's being uh, fiscally rather tight. And, and Lisa, living with... All right. Well, living with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah pretty much. What do you do it? Actually, I mean, you, you sound like pretty much more like uh, a libertarian now. No. Than, no. 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 Uh -uh. Okay, so what would be the difference between that and, and a Republican? Because it sounds like less government, out of, you know, we'll just run the government, don't get in personal lives, just do the job of running the government. What would you consider the difference? And Lisa, how does that, where do you stand with, you know? I keep my mouth shut because <clears throat> he's good in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I well, was going to say he must be, but wow. okay. I thought, well, you know. Oh, yeah, that was on the topic list. All right, thanks. Um, <laughs> you really don't want to get in an argument with this man. Yeah. Because, you know, the man is chapter and verse. I mean, he does the research. And if, you don't, if I don't where have does, the facts where does in both any sort of, you, of conversation... You're going to lose the debate. Yeah, where do you right? both of you stand like on the major issues, if I can ask? Uh, we're, we're, we're close together on a number of things, surprisingly, but name an issue when we'll... Uh, respond. There are thousands of them. Okay, so obviously you're gay. You're pro-gay. Yes. Um, Especially if you have alcohol. Yes, and you'll give it to them. Yes. Uh, abortion. Abortion. Um, I'm not. Pro-choice. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm okay. pro-choice. Capital punishment. Capital punishment. Yeah. Yeah. For pretty it. much. Okay. Especially gay bashers. <laughs> um. Immigration? Immigration? Uh, immigration is wonderful, but I, I separate that entirely from uh, illegal aliens in the country. And that's largely, that's largely because um, I think a, re a republic, which is what this uh, government is, this form of government, is, is a rather fragile and carefully balanced thing, very rare thing in history. And I am not in favor of saturating uh, the the public with large numbers of people who have absolutely no understanding and no appreciation of that. Uh, we have few enough people who understand it as it is. So that's just what the framers were about, and that's why they had a Senate. <laughs> a necessary fence to contain those bumpkins. Well, I mean, because... It sounds like he's a Democrat. I mean, what would you? What do I know. Well, the funny thing is, is when actually at any party, when I met, I think I when I was 
met you and I said, oh, you're looking like, I'm looking for a conservative. I'm looking for a Republican. I can't find one for my podcast. And I'm like, I got one. I got one. He's in my back pocket. Here you go. I am in her back pocket. Five other people at the party, I mean, it looked like I pretty much just walked up and punched them in the face. They're like, no. (laughs) What? But he's cool. What? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean what bastards? I'm like, what, I know. What don't you like about the Democrat platform? Well, hold, hold on. I, I, may, may I, may I right. go to Roy's defense very quickly in saying that the original party of the, the Republican was a uh, – the Republicans really were a, a party of abolitionists. They were a party of reform. They were a party of social acceptance. What happened? Yeah. Um, Newt Gingrich. Nixon. <laughs> Not Nixon. Nixon was Nixon. Wasn't. Nixon was uh, actually pretty liberal. I, no, that's not accurate. Nixon was an opportunist, true, and so he did some very liberal things because he was an opportunist. He was and in he love with power. Was unlucky enough to get caught. <laughs> yeah, because all politicians are crooked. Right. Well, I mean, no, not all of them. Find me one that isn't. Uh, the guy that Paul Whitestone that died in an airplane. Who? The one guy that died in an airplane, Colorado. Paul Whitestone. What's his name? Wellstone. And you Paul Wellstone. Wellstone. Yeah, he was actually a really good guy. From everybody all the way down, says he was a really good. And and so was Gerald Ford. I disagree on that one, but that's a whole other thing. Why? Mm. Who said that Gerald Ford was a bad guy? I do, and that's all that matters. No. You asshole, <laughs> you Anthony. Don't even know you didn't even go Ford. to a real art school. I don't know. I just, I just, I just hate him. I just hate him because you're colored blind and you got a degree from an art school. Good guy. A cheap, cheap art school. Over it. Yeah. Cheap art school. Talk to the hand. Get over it. No, you know, right. he does have so, the so button there. Let's let's turn to Lisa. How did you guys meet now? Better he yeah. was winking at me, and I thought it was weird. And I wasn't going to date him, so I married him. Sorry. It was a dark and dreary night. <laughs> we were at the Renaissance Festival, of course. Did you have alcohol? No, there was no alcohol, but he made fun of my food. He made fun of my sandwich, and I'm like, this guy is freaking weird. I, <laughs> what kind I of weigh about 130 pounds soaking wet, and I would come to to rehearsal every weekend with bologna and cheese and, and mayonnaise and make these sandwiches, and people gave me so much grief over what I was eating. I was like, look at me. I'm 130 pounds. Yeah, I wish I had that problem. So, so I here here Lisa was eating eating some kind of alfalfa sprout sandwich, and uh, I was just getting a just getting a little back. Plus the fact I was just trying to flirt heavily. You know, it's the okay. it's throw so throw, for, right, throw right. a rock at the girl you like kind of thinking. Okay, that never yeah. works. Obviously, and it was well not for a five year old. And was it love at first sight or love? no? I thought it was weird. I, I got a call. I'm, Talking to my, someone on the phone, and they're like, "So, did you meet any cute guys at the Renaissance Festival?" And I'm like, "Oh." I was like, "Well, there's this one guy, Roy. He's nice, but he's kind of weird." I'm like, "I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be my, you know, summer fling." Because there was a point where I had been the summer fling. I had fuck buddies, and you know, it was like, "Wow, oh, that's, oh revelation!" That's here. what yeah. she had instead of stuffed animals. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes straights have those too. <laughs> So how long have you guys been together now? Since 1994, September 11th, 1994. Now, is that when you got married or is that when you met? That's when we started dating. Ah. And he tells me I'm very happy. And how long... Have Did we been date before you got married? Uh, that would be two years and... Five months. But we all know those mindless heterosexual biblical ceremonies don't mean anything, Mark. <laughs> they were together since September 11th. Right. 1994. Yeah, yeah. So we can say that September 11th is our anniversary. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. At least that's one good but, thing. Yeah, that but, day. Uh, but in, uh, yeah, in April oh. of 1997 was, was when we couldn't cheat on each other without it being called adultery. Yeah. Oh. Which just happened to be the anniversary of Waco. <laughs> Boy, you guys just know how to wow. pick a bunch yeah. yeah. So therefore, we have decided not to breed because then it would be the apocalypse. Any other significant events in our lives must no. be accompanied by natural disasters. Yeah. So so we're going to leave that to, you know, all of the happily committed heteros- or homosexual couples because, you know, 
We're art people. Yeah, you can breed like rabbits. Yeah. You can adopt the Chinese. Yeah, that's right. You can get them on eBay for like five bucks now or something. <laughs> you know? But I, I, must, I must tell everyone here that Rory and Lisa do have the most adorable little dog. Yeah, yeah that's what <laughs> he, he is. He is so sweet. He really yes. is. And we got him on October 9th of 2004, and nothing, nothing significant happened well, on that day. But September 11th, you were before the natural disaster, or the Actually, attack. on September 11th of that year, we got the call of our friend who's like, we found this cute dog. Oh, yes, that's right, that's <laughs> right. That happened on September 11th. Because we oh, were, wow. We, yeah, so, yeah, we now call that Blitzkrieg Notification Day. <laughs> <coughs> Let me tell you that, that Roy and Lisa are, uh, very, the first time I met them, it was an interesting experience because Lisa is just absolutely just, just, just the, the most interesting storyteller. And, and Roy just has this, this, this incredibly poignant sensibility that it was like yin and yang. It was it was the most it was, it was so interesting when I first met them. And it was like and every time I go to a party, it's like I just have to find Roy and Lisa if I know nobody's there because they will keep me entertained the entire evening. I'm so sorry. No. See, therefore Poignant so. sensibility. Yes. That means I'm a drag. No, that means you <laughs> actually that means intelligent. you need how to yeah, you're intelligent, you you get to the point in such an interesting way, you're like, huh. Yeah. And I'm a storyteller, so I guess I babble. You, you make Anthony feel like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. That's not hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> but you call him a dumbass. I, mean, I, 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 I listen to Lisa, you and I'm like, man, my life You throw cucumbers boring. at him. I listen to Roy, I'm like, man, I'm dumb. So it's 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 Ergo, it's I don't talk politics. No, yes. I don't yes. really do that to make other people feel no, dumb. I, know, but it's just, I do that to make them think that I'm smarter than they are. <laughs> Well, it worked on Anthony. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't take much for me. But it was just so interesting because Andy was trying to start this argument. I'm like, Andy, I'm drunk. I'm trying to enjoy myself. It's Friday. I just had a crappy day at work, and he's like, No, no, no. These guys are Republicans. You should talk to them. No, no, I don't want not to. Not Republican. Stuff. Never was so. Republican. Unfortunately, related to Republicans. In fact, one who was a governor of a state. <laughs> recently um oh really yeah do we want to mention that or no yeah well i should say what was um, he a second cousin he was the second cousin he, he was, was the, the uh, former yeah. governor of north dakota <laughs> oh, yeah Fargo. um once i mentioned <clears throat> a re family reunion that i didn't vote republican my the person the relative i was talking to looked like i punched her in the face he was like she was like, you what? I was like, sorry. So you haven't been invited back to four, more family reunions. Well, it is in North Dakota, and the only thing there is... Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, is that South Dakota, what? isn't it? Well, they have the South. Buffaloes and Republicans. Yeah, pretty much. Is Mount Rushmore North or South Dakota? South, South Dakota. Dakota. Okay, so they don't even have that going for. We'll never, yeah, we'll never, never forget South Dakota hey, where, and Mount Rushmore. Where was that that bridge that fell in? Which state was that in? Missouri or Minnesota? Don't you know? Minnesota. Minnesota. I have relatives in Minnesota. Segway. The bridge falling in. Why now? Thank you for two two for coming. By the yes. way. Yes. Yes. And continue to talk about the bridge falling down. Yeah, what did everybody think about that? <laughs> when f bridges fall down, they go boom. And it's bad. London Bridge was falling down. My down no, I, what, what, are you thinking about that from a p political perspective? Or what, what? I'm just curious. I mean, a bridge fell down. A freaking bridge fell down. When, when does that have Kevin happen? Bacon wasn't in the movie. <clears throat> was it, what was you know, the, the Mothra prophecy about the silver something bridge down over the Ohio River that fell down? Now you're citing movies I've never seen. Okay, I'm sorry. Listeners out there, write in. Tell me I'm right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just curious because I, I saw that last week and I'm like, holy cow. And you see the video. Tim, stop playing with God, the yeah, it's, cucumber. I didn't, uh, Tim is Honestly, it's, it's kind of difficult to assess what was going down with that bridge without either A, being in Minnesota, or B, being some sort of structural engineer. Uh, the weird part about it is I, there was a report that was put out that said, hey – you know, this, this bridge was ra rated um, substandard, or, substandard something. or something. 50%. Yeah, and it, like a couple years ago, and then they get along, when they start repairing it, is when it collapses. collapses. So right, kind of, and it had they had just finished repairs, or they were, they were finishing up repairs. Repair. Were they? But it sounded like what they were uh, working on were surface repairs and not structural right. Right. repairs. Yeah. But the bridge had just been inspected, too, right? I not aware of that. Not no. by the same person who did the Brazier inspections. Cross your heart. What was her name? 
from the commercial? Jane Russell. Yes, Jane Russell or B. Arthur. No matter, you know, she was like Inspector Number Six. But but, but does that just seem weird that a bridge would just completely? I fall just throw down in non Well, when you say weird, what are you what are you thinking? Like. Bizarre. Should that build that to just, yeah, bizarre. Should that not happen? Especially in the one comic. Do you think maybe it was tinkered with, or you I'm think it maybe it shouldn't somebody have? Somebody had to screw up somewhere because bridges don't fall down in America. Maybe the designer. You know, well, maybe I'm in thinking Iraq, maybe they just did. You know, well, resurfaced the road, filled some potholes, and called it done instead I mean, of no, actually somebody, working. Yeah, yeah, instead of actually working on the structural reports, supports. I don't know. There will be an investigation, and then they will actually, you know, write a report, and they'll wait five years when people, it's kind of out of memory. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, that's I bear in mind that any anything, even a, even a bridge that's part of infrastructure is really a feat of engineering, mm-hmm. and that it shouldn't be taken for granted that just because you put one up, it's going to work, and it's going to fulfill whatever stress that you intend to put it under. Yeah, well, well a, they had a suspension but, bridge. In was that Washington that just snapped? No, no, and no, buckled no. years ago. Yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, no, I, I'm not, but yeah, on. that was only a response to bridges just just don't do that. No, absolutely, bridges have to be built properly. They have to be maintained to avoid right. something like that right. happening. That that was my only point. Okay. So somewhere we obviously some, aren't maintaining. Well, if, or if how many? What percentage? Or, or Minnesota is not maintaining. One hundred percent are bad, Mark. They're all going to collapse with you on them. Well, and if you're on there with me, gone wrong. damn straight. Well, I'd I'd heard recently that the Go state of Minnesota was running a, a budget surplus of two billion dollars. Um, <laughs> so it seems that a federal bridge that would, would they no, it was a state. Well, bridge it's no maintenance of bridges and roads is is uh, the state's responsibility. Well, thank God they got a surplus because <laughs> I feel a bunch of lawsuits coming on. Mm. Yeah. Well, now we know why they have a surplus because they weren't fixing the bridges <laughs> earlier. <laughs> right. Well, do you, do we think the money will actually get there? Because wasn't some of the money was even getting to the Katrina victims and stuff like oh, that? Oh, that's a whole different story, Anthony. Okay, yeah, that's Live federal. Live in a trailer, smell some asbestos. Do we know how many? Well, times that, that, they've actually that's used an that that's money? an interesting thing to bring up because the disaster response, even in, in in that area, was still a state responsibility. It's just that there is a. Uh, a government agency that is responsible for providing and prepositioning resources, uh, managing, and couldn't be done, and supervising. No, because there was no preparation; it just collapsed. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Well, that doesn't even. Yeah, that doesn't even fall under the same category. That's infrastructure. That's not a natural disaster. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I thought you were going to get up. Like- and- Smack me. And the pause carries the scene. <laughs> pause. pause. Brought to you brought by... Our little dog has paws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Mark has the most adorable little Oh, I love my little dog. She is so cute. What's your little dog's name? Mine? Yeah. And and, and Lisa brought a big basket full of... Sweet, Tons of... The little dog's things. name Honey. is Anal Bead. <laughs> <laughs> because he lives inside of Daddy's ass. <laughs> Going down his ass, eat the peanut butter. It's... it's uh, have, you, have you given her name yet? Her name is Squish. Squish. I kept it. So... This is a... I've got a squeaky purse. It's a Kate Spade purse. S-P-A-Y-E. She will love all of these things. Yes. Oh, I didn't know they even had these. Yeah. I'll put this on my window. Yeah. So they'll save you before the pet. It's a little pet alert thing. Yeah. It says, you know, it basically says, you know, don't save me. I've got a dog in here or a cat or a bird or a That's a great idea. Yeah. Well, my parents put them on, put that in the house. Yeah. My parents had one that said child alert or whatever, you know. Yeah. Then they moved and. There was red dots that you used to put on windows when we were little kids. Well, the interesting thing is when my parents moved from the house. Okay. When do we move on to cucumbers? They didn't put them back on the window. So they're like, okay, forget it. We're don't, don't save the kids. Well, anyway, this basket is just adorable. There's tons of little cute things in here that Roy and Lisa brought for me. And I saw your little uh, bag thing on oh, Blitzkriegs. Yes. Yeah. And so when I was at the store the first night with Squish, I bought a thing of those bags on a roll thing. Yes. Because I thought, what a great idea. And now you have another one. Now I have another one. <laughs> well, if you have multiple leashes like Blitzkrieg, you know. Yes, well, you she doesn't like going in their cage, but oh, she's going <laughs> to like this too. 
So moving on, Mark. <laughs> oh, we're, oh we're yeah. We're going to talk about... Uh, <laughs> okay. I have toys okay. all over my house, okay? Okay, okay well, podcast occurring. You know, it's, okay, it's, it's now turned into a puppy shower podcast. podcast. Oh, my God. Okay. The puppy podcast. Yes. So, Let's Creek is a good boy, but talking about bad boys, Ted Stevens is a bad boy. Does everybody know who Ted Stevens is? No. Oh, what was he? A senator, senator from Alaska? Alaska thinks here and it's a series of tubes. Re- Republican oh, yeah. senator who... Uh, who was oh, yeah. a yeah? You got that what infamous that? for the bridge to nowhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is a bridge to nowhere? He wanted. Uh, go ahead. Ron. The, oh, I like that song. The, yeah, it was a major pork project uh, for Alaska, and I don't remember exactly where the bridge went, but it was some it's some island, very very tiny people. community. Um, it might collapse. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, Minnesota. it might collapse. Well, yeah. It, it, imagine a major a major bridge, uh, a la I don't know Detroit. Uh, or Washington being built in the middle of Alaska to lead you towards a community of say fifty people. And one of them was so, Kathy Bates. Not, yeah, not those aren't yeah those aren't the exact facts I behind it, but I am just can. trying to give a sense of scale yeah. of what this okay. bridge so represented. It, it was millions and millions of dollars to serve virtually no one. It was labeled the bridge to nowhere. Uh, I am not familiar with the construction of it. I am only familiar with the funding of it, which would have been in 2006, So there's still time to stop this. Well, what was it? And uh, the appropriation was probably made back then. It's one of it's one of the reasons the 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 Republican base really really deserted. Uh, the Republican Party in the 2006 yeah. congressional elections. They That's, they got tired of the pork Ted spending. Stevens also was like third in line to the White House if like Cheney dies and something. No, I've never heard of this guy. He's not How that popular. He's third in line? Or something, no. fourth Ted line? Stevens, no. really? No. We'd have been out of no. Iraq, but we'd no. have had plenty of bridges. Yeah, to nowhere. <laughs> but... But uh, supposedly the thing was that the money... They were debating if the money was going to go to Katrina... And he said, "No, I want. I want the money. It's not going to leave my state. It's going to go towards this bridge." Oh, 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 oh! Yes, there was a feeding frenzy uh, during the Katrina funding, right? And, and uh, also, lots of politicians were feeding at the trough. Yeah, he's also in charge of like the technology committee and whatnot. And he thinks the internet has a series of tubes, and it, he's been trying to get that net neutrality thing squished. But basically, Squish. anyhow. The, to wrap this up here, he was uh, recently his house was raided recently because supposedly he was taking funds or bribes from oil companies or something like that. So, like Frankie Coleman. So basically, no, she's just an alcoholic. So basically, this guy that's driver. basically been a thorn in the side, like this old crouch, you know, crouchy old man that just is, you know, you just being wanted a, to stay crotch. Yeah, that too. Crotch. That uh, that's being a dick to everybody from you know what you would see on the Daily Show and stuff. Um, basically, it was just raided. So, you know, this begs the question, is there any Republican that doesn't have, you know, something he's hiding and, and whatnot? Oh, whatever. That's kind of a sweeping generalization. I have to go back to, is there to this. any person in office Third or fourth in line to like the presidency. Penis or vagina? How do you figure? That's what they said in The Daily Show. No, that's got to be wrong. 30, he's wrong. head of the... Uh, no, you've got to go no, through Anthony, the vice president, the, as, then as, the speaker. It's the vice president, it's the speaker of the house, it's the president. No, remember, the, the Daily Show is just comedy. I know, I know, but that's, that's where I get <laughs> most okay, of my yeah, news. Okay, you hold that. That's like King Ralph. So we just had an argument over that last night. Last night, yeah, because Roy knows someone who, or used to work with someone, who actually got his news from The Daily Show. So well, I, actually, a lot of people do get their news from the Daily okay, Show. Like show. Anthony. I know, but they do it intelligently to tell you what's going on. No, it's yeah. all comedy, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's news comedy. done in a no. comedy way. No. I was no. taking exception to a reference to the Al-Kaka um, weapons depot story that broke in 2004 and turned out not to be true. Okay, and but the joke was that there was a giant magician's hat in Saudi Arabia, and that's where all these things were disappearing, so... Oh, like the what? The WMDs? Yeah! Oh, okay. See? Or like that thing at Disney World. The giant sorcerer's hat at MGM Studios. Mm-hmm. There is? Ooh. Tim's been smoking really? track giant, this evening, yeah. by the way. Did you make it? So did giant, but my impression was that the, the setup to the joke, uh, people were going to consider those as facts that right, hadn't right. Well, been retracted or they, countered. In that case, I said, so obviously the fact and, of a giant magic hat. Right. And this third in line like of the presidency. Like yes. But generally, it seems to be that 
compared to the, the other newscasts. Well, and just for the record, harder. I am fifth in line to the presidency, you know, after God. Ted Stevens. And I think Tim's fourth. So, where do you stand on the subject of bridges? <laughs> I think they're all worthless. Yes, especially you know, I after think you it's, cross I them. think it's exceptional that you chose to talk about the Minnesota Bridge and Ted Stevens on the same, in the same evening. Just, was this planned? Staying with a bridge theme. I'm just. I'm just. Actually, no, we have was, something just, more gay whatever, to talk about. What? There are bridges in Madison County. Really gay going. Oh wait a minute. Yes, we do. Elton John. Well, Ted Stevens. <clears> let me. Let me hold on. Let me segue, Tim. Ted oh. Stevens was uh, against the Net Neutrality Act because he believes the internet is a series of tubes. Doesn't quite understand technology. What is the Neutrality Act? The Neutrality Act saying that companies cannot do stuff to create a tiered level of service for the internet. For example, you pay more to get your email sent faster to its location than someone else. And it's much more complicated, but that's the gist of it from what I understand. So when AOL says if you buy this extra service, you will get your email sent first compared to someone else, there are so people that are saying that, yeah, they're making it an exclusive internet, which is which hurts the internet because the internet is great because mom pa shops can That is not what Al Gore meant when, yeah, he, when he invented, invented the internet. <clears throat> and he yeah. can take it away. That's right. You know, I got to so, tell you, when I, when I was in the, in the military, I went from my base in Japan to Australia for an exercise, and I called my parents from Australia, and I said, yeah, I got your email. And my mom said, well, how did you do that? Did you take your computer with you? <laughs> I, I mean, she honestly thought that it went to She's from Iowa. Well, that people, computer. Oh, she oh I see. Computers anyhow, a so. teacher from Iowa. No. You but, know, but anyhow, the segue... I, totally. The segue is that... Um, well, no, no, no let, let me brace this a little more kindly. Okay, go ahead. Um, th- th- this is our, you know, one of my, 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 my favorite people in the world, um, Sir Elton John, which, you know... Said. You know, it has one of the largest AIDS charity, the, pri- the largest, uh, you know, private yeah, AIDS yeah, charity, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So he said everybody should No, 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 listen, this is also the same person who says, you know, just out of, you know, he speaks his mind. He said something recently about, he said that all forms of organized religion should be abolished because... It's hateful. Which I agree with. Um, however, his latest, um, I don't know, perhaps he's a little, you know, away from society. You know, he's, he's a kept man. Um, he's spending, how old? Uh, he's 60 years old. He looks very good for his age. Uh, no, he doesn't. No. Um, but wow. he still plays very well. Yeah. Um, he that. said that the, the internet should it. be shut down. For five years. Now, why did he say that? You know, Jim? he said not based on you know all the money that you know, that various musical artists are losing uh, because. Oh, of I thought it was just to save power. <laughs> he said, only he during realized the summer. that our access to porn would be nil. Maybe if we, you know, you shut down the internet. No, no. He, what I he is saying is that people have lost touch with. Mark, he is saying that people has have lost touch with interacting with people one on one, and that is making society a little less dehuman. I, right. I, I guess, and he may have a point, but I see progress as it is. I will have to be inclined to disagree with him on this point, but an interesting topic. Mind you, he did lots of drugs in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, the I'm thinking of Studio Fifty Four, and <laughs> well, I would just <laughs> how valuable was that interaction? The, the amount of benefit for the gay community with the internet has been tenfold. I oh, mean, yeah. wh- why would you want? That's where Anthony well, he's not meets talking all his ex- boyfriends. He's not exclu- yes, exclusively exactly. about the gay community. He's talking about, and that's where the rest of us meet all society. of Anthony's boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's talking about society boy, as a whole. Well, yeah, I think we've covered that. That, that you yeah. know. People Let's don't. just. Look, do you act the same way with somebody when you're chatting oh, with no. them on the internet no, as opposed to <laughs> meeting with them in person? Right, because so. they're not there. Yeah, exactly. You know, so You don't have to look them in the eye. Exactly. And, you know, oh, you don't that's interesting because them, I'm exactly the, the opposite. You're nice. Because I know everything that I say can be copied and reproduced ad infinitum. Well, oh, you're right. You are right. Right, but as long as you're, I'm pretty open to begin with, so it's like, you know, I'm not going to oh, say Right, anything. but if you ever ran for office or whatever, well, back in 19, 
you know, or well, that's a completely well, valid but argument because people send stuff. To, and I even hate when they do that to Republicans because <laughs> no, <laughs> no, one thing as slimy as those bastards are. One thing that that President Bush there are bastards. I will have to give if someone's going to whack their peepee. It's going to be me. <laughs> I'll have to give President Bush credit. He said that he would never, while he was in office send an email or use email as a credible source of connecting with his staff or what have you simply because either he was He can't advised. type. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a series of tubes. And he can't spell. Well, and Al Gore invented it. Perhaps Dick Cheney told him it could be traced. Did you hear this? I don't know. Supposedly Joe Biden was on one of the uh, the shows and he said that when the president was going to to, to Europe first, or I'm sorry, to... to uh, Britain for his first time, he said, um, yeah, since you're the Europe expert, I'm going to Europe for my first time. I need you to tell me about Europe. And Joe Biden said, well, which part of Europe? He's like, oh, any part. I'm going there for my first time. <laughs> so supposedly, you know, he was going to Britain, but he was referring it to Europe, which actually is a very common mistake. But needless well, to it say, is part of Europe. Yeah. But, but, it yeah, is but that's like nation. saying I'm going to... You know, Where? I'm going to the United States. Tell me about the Mexicans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, I'm going to, you know, well, actually, I'm going to Iowa, but, you know, I'm going to Central America. I'm going to the United States. Tell me about the United States. Tell me about Ecuador. Yeah. 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 Right. You know, like the Virgin Islands. So it's like, I, well, they're, they're not full of virgins. So, needless to say, it was I, very I, disappointing. Say, would you say that our president's not I, exactly. You know, I'd be honest right. with you, I can't, I, I can't comment on that particular exchange. It sounds to me like someone trying to schmooze more than someone who's actually ignorant of where he's going. First of all, like, but I think he is extremely ignorant of unlikely. where he's going. Extremely unlikely that he had never been to Europe before. Well, but I, I do find it. Well, he easy was in the guard. Believe. Yeah, I do find it easy to well, let easy me ask to believe you this. that he would have asked Joe Biden about it to try to to try to act buddy buddy with him. Do, do, is there a? Um, I mean, does the president have to be smart? A, smart. To he do should his be. Job, or does he just have to be competent? Well, competent would be nice and smart. And you well, don't usually we, see well, those. We, we, we Although, if you go and throw in mean, then you get Hillary Clinton. We, you compare we, Ronald Reagan, who was a gifted order. And oh, they called him the great of, communicator. A lot of people thought he was stupid at the time. I remember the 80s. He was referred yeah, he was to an as a, the, the actor, an, you know. an amiable dunce. Uh, he was accused of, uh, of basically being a figurehead for his staff, that they were really running the country. Right. Uh, Personally, I think he was, was a puppet, a, and Nancy was, had his hand up his ass. That's pretty much the perception that got sold a lot yeah. during the 80s. It's only in retrospect that he's given credit. Uh, for the things that he's done or any intelligence, as a matter of fact, since a lot of his writings have been uh, released in recent years and people have seen that many of the things that he did implement, many of the things he did advocate, did actually come from his own mind. So what do you think? No, let me, inter in, let me interject something on that, that presidency and, and that there are different presidents and they have a different uh, management mandatorial style and Reagan was definitely a big picture man from my own experience and perhaps he did have a stronger cabinet and he did rely upon some of their views taller than George Bush right right <laughs> however I do know a few facts <laughs> he was also the oldest president ever elected That's um, I know I just said that did you make it yeah. um Really? However, th there are different presidents that rely on their cabinets at different levels than others. He was definitely a big picture man, right. but he was not a dunce. Let me ask it's, you guys. Well, this. it's 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 also difficult to to say what George Bush's relative intelligence is simply based on on his mangled uh, syntax and his yeah. malapropisms. I, his father was. Fairly infamous for malapropisms, and apparently Dwight Eisenhower was noted for an inability to speak articulately in public. And yeah, but it makes for great fodder on Little Bush. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a funny, that is show. A funny I show. I love that show. See, so that's what I love about you know George Bush is that they can make fun of him on that show. Let, let me guy, let me ask you guys this: Where do you? But, but one more, one more conversation oh, on this go point. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, if you had the mass media and what have you, in that. Day and time, right. 
Abraham Lincoln would have probably been a poor public speaker from some historical accounts. He was, you know, he had the poise and such, but he had a high squeaky voice as opposed to huge beard, which was really. I have nothing to do with the beard and a big hat. And he was a bottom. Um, No. but he may have been ill-perceived. Todd rode him hard. <laughs> and put him away wet. Oh, I'll give you my saber, Jefferson Davis. <laughs> no, uh, he probably would have been uh, malceived as, as a bad public speaker. So that's all. Well, let me, let me but ask. I don't think George Bush is just a bad public speaker. He also is an idiot. I mean, he doesn't. You voted for him anything. twice, sweetie. I had to Eat the cucumber. Hands. Stick it up your ass. Uh, maybe I should. Well, you already broke it, so get that thing away from me. I've got the camera. Well, let me ask you guys this. Where do you see, in 10 years down the line, what do you think history will be noting George Bush Jr. as? I the war in Iraq. speculate about how history will see him without knowing how the next five years go. I should say... Stubborn little last. We don't have five Stubborn little asshole. Stay the course. Stay the course. Not working. Stay the course. But events. Stay the course. Unfold. And if if things turn out in the Middle East and in the war on terror the way he'd originally envisioned, then he'll be seen as a visionary. If Can you imagine? Well, say if we won Vietnam, Richard Nixon might be cool, too. I don't know. But... But uh, there, there, there are many other things that he that he may be regarded for. I'm seeing hand signals over here, so it's. Just... Oh yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean you're fine. It's okay. just we're, you know, they're trying to tell Tim we're wrapping up the show, and of course he's stopping. Sticking the cucumber. The cucumber. For those, oh, uh, see, I thought that Anthony was just trying to party. Woo, woo, woo. Well, that too. You know, that too. <laughs> know. That too. I, you know, I party. I party pretty simply. Um, uh, so Sorry. Anyhow. Well, anyhow, thank you all for joining us uh, the, for this uh, uh, political. Thank you. Uh, you're more than welcome to come back. And oh, thank uh, you. we need more Republican S friendly Republican. Okay, not Republican. I, I, I am you can fa- come back too, yeah, anyway. Yes. Okay, yes. I identify as fabulous. All right, there you go. <laughs> In fact, she's a, just a, a homophile. Can, yes, that's yeah, right. I consider mm-hmm. myself largely a conservative and only we, side we with the more, Republicans yes. when they side with me. <laughs> he, only replies, he only sides with them when necessary. <laughs> we, we need more of uh, the other side and some fabulousness here. So. That's and true. We definitely need some more female. Am I the only chick? Yeah. Uh, Hello. Have you had chicks? Look, no? I think she's our first chick. I'm the first chick. Yay. Yay. Which is good because I passed out flyers for you on Pride. Oh, good. You get the cucumber then. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Roy's got a cucumber so, of his so own. Tim, Tim, <laughs> does it vibrate? Tim, explain no. the cucumber, would you? Um, actually, it should be a zucchini, Anthony. But um, according to an old wives' tale, like uh, and you're an old play. wife. Ooh, yay. Um, little bumps. We were trying to raise some money to keep your um, keep, keep website the website, running. your costs for the website going, Anthony. And to do so, you can either buy our uh, greatest hit CD. You could buy a T-shirt online, a mug, a mug perhaps, or you could just donate money. Or you could just donate money. There's a PayPal um, extension on our website at ashantynolemon.com or gaycomedypodcast.com. And if we are able to raise the 150... What's our cutoff time, Anthony? One, what? $150. Well, I, I said not the money. We could take five years to raise it. What's the cutoff time oh. for this? We have to have it by. Uh, by uh, October 1st. October. Oh, we, have we have a lot of time, but if we uh, achieve this goal, um, Anthony has promised, and I don't know the willing victim that's going to assist with this or where we can post the pictures. But you're going to put a cucumber or zucchini in your zucchini. rectum. Zucchini. I'm going to attempt. He to is take going it. to have a zucchini yes. up his. If you can be double penetrated, then this I is nothing. I think I can at least get the head that's in. That's nothing. So. Oh, I'll Fair just enough. like. Force. Can I put it up? No. You can put it in sideways. No. Can we like get like a cardboard cutout so no. we only see your anus? And no, just... no. Who's gonna put it up? I'll, we'll find uh, somebody I, I slept with. Find somebody. I'm uh, sure we'll find somebody I slept with. Dick Cheney. <laughs> Dick Cheney will put it up your ass. But yes, go to our Ted Stevens. No. Go to our. <laughs> Here's your bridge. <laughs> Here's your pork belly spending. 
Take it, bitch. All right. So, you know, if you uh, donate to us, well, we would really appreciate it and uh, would go to our server costs. So uh, go to a And, and we get- are not sending our, our money to the Katrina victims. We're spending it. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys, if there's a, oh, by the way, if there's a leftover, you guys give money for gas, so. Oh. I don't need money for gas. Okay. We'll have a party. We, yes, we'll have exactly. a party. Yeah, we'll have a party. We'll, we'll have, have a party. Don't tell them there's excess spending. Uh, we don't have We'll save it spending. for next year. We'll be lucky if we have uh, the 100 cost. There you go. There you go. Or there actually, you go. hey, going in uh, our next year's bread cost. Maybe some oh, advertising. Yeah, advertising. Yeah. So. You know, make that big old iPod spin. Whoop, whoop. That's whoop, what. Whoop, whoop. That's what we're going to do. And then I'm going to sit on a seat and pump it. So that's how it spins. Ah. With a cucumber. <laughs> yeah. Pump it to make it spin. Well, but we don't, we don't waste we... our money here. I've, I've got Anthony on a, <laughs> a non-frivolous spending thing. So Platform, yeah. which we put Anthony on a platform and we don't give him any money. Exactly. I mean, we exactly. make him strip and then we say, no dollar for you. <laughs> Just look at the dollar. <laughs> money. <laughs> Just tease him. All right. Well, this has been a Shanty No Lemon with... Mark, Tim, Lisa, Roy, <laughs> and Anthony. Good night, everybody. Keep those cucumbers spinning. And keep those emails coming. Oh, watch where you're pointing that thing. Get that out of my hand.